0: No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie come on, everybody boogie puppa tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie it, come on, everybody boogie buffer tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie come on, everybody boogie buffer tonight. Let's go. Na, na, na. That, and Boys and girls, thank you for joining us. Tuesday night edition daily boogie podcast. How are you doing out there? Hope you had a lovely weekend, lovely couple of days, because I certainly did. As always, ladies and gentlemen, so much to get through and so little time. If you'd like to leave a tip during tonight's proceedings, you know how to do it. If you'd like to share the show out, you know how to do that too. And you know where to follow me on Twitter now. Thank you for joining us. Yep. A lot of stuff to get through. A lot of stuff. So, um, let's get right into it, shall we, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you for joining us. Like I said, I hope, hope you had a good weekend, and I hope you had a good Monday too. Let's fuck it up a little. Let's fuck up the good vibes just a little bit more. Let's turn the screws a little bit more. Let's just stab you in the back one more time. For my own amusement, more than anything. No. Uh, This was sent to me by a a dear friend of mine, uh, who I disagree with on politics often. Um, But I thought this was... And it was sent to me with no comment attached. And I just thought, hmm, that's interesting. That's interesting because now... I think now word is starting to circulate... Circulate? Circulate? Ugh. I sound like such an uneducated rube sometimes. You know why? Because I am. Uneducated rube. Circulate, my boy. Um, you know, chatter is starting to circulate now. On the other, I don't want to say even the other side of the political spectrum, but just people you would disagree with about things, if you know what I mean. Like, you know, policies and who deserves more money and who should be allowed into the country and how much should people get paid and how much should they get taxed people that you disagree with about these things are now starting to you know i'm just starting to pick up this chatter out there this hum right of hang on a minute <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of this going on right now hey did you see the news no i didn't know yeah did you hear about uh the biden administration is going to start um asking uh, the private tech companies. You know Private Company, bro? Yeah, Yes, I know the Private Company, bro. Those silly conservatives. I mean, they're always they're always complaining about getting kicked off Twitter. Don't they understand it, the Private Company, bro? I mean, make your own Twitter. Oh, no, right, yeah. So, um, yeah, so the Biden, um, the Democrats, what they're going to do is start, like, requesting uh, people's personal information and data and, you know, things that they might have said on, like, platforms like Twitter and stuff. Uh, They're going to start requesting that they just hand that over to them in Congress. Oh. Well, I mean, they probably did something wrong. No, I don't think maybe they didn't do anything wrong at all. But don't you think it's a little scary for, you know, Congress to be be requesting of the private companies that they just hand over all your metadata and whatnot? (laughs) There's a lot of those conversations happening out there. I can feel it. It's encouraging. Of course, of course, of course, of course, one cannot carry on this conversation without acknowledging the ultimate reality and the ultimate truth is that, you know, people don't care until it's far too late. <laughs> so ultimately, again, these small little victories we pick up along the way, the friends we make along the way, the W's that we put in our back pocket along the way really don't mean anything at the end of the day. Because by the time you collect your W, the story has moved on and it's far too late to do anything about it. Yet here we are. Yet here we are on this, you know, drunken little podcast of the last three years, just time after time. Have to keep pretending to be surprised. January 6th committee I mean, before we even get to the headline, January, there's so much. Think of, think of everything that's happening right now. Okay, Co- I mean, what are we talking about? We're talking about Afghanistan, and there's a lot of Republican politicians I'm watching now. I've carved a little hole in the in the COVID news to find something else to be angry about. Not that I really, ca- I'm not angry. There's a lot of people out there that are. Angry. I don't really care, but I'm watching on. And there's a lot of Republican politicians now in the wake of what's happened in Afghanistan, making these like really kind of, you know, stars and stripes forever type speeches. We love freedom, we love our troops, we love our cops, our law enforcement. It's it's like they've just kind of tracked right back into the old kind of stomping ground. They're doing the old material again. It's like if a, if a comic does a tour by the by the time they get to the end of the tour they've kind of worked and massaged a lot of their a lot of their material but there are some things that you start recycling you know I mean if you've got to do 20 shows you've only got 10 shows worth of stuff there's only so many ways you can cut it up and dice it and slice it and pretend like it's new you know a couple of years later you might be pulling those old jokes out I saw a comedian, the comedian who opened for Jerry Seinfeld here in Sydney. And before, I know, you know, Seinfeld has his detractors and his lovers and what have you. Before you say anything, it was the funniest fucking stand-up show I'd ever been to in my in my entire life. And I went there after being like sick in bed, for, like literally in bed, like in the 1800s style of sick. I was in bed for like a month and I had these tickets and I was like, I, I'm, there's no way I'm not fucking going to this. And went there, could barely walk in or out. I was that drugged up and so sick. Before it was a crime. (laughs) Yes, that's right, children. Gather round and I'll tell you the story about how I went out one night to a stand-up comedy gig in a stadium. There was like 10,000 people in a stadium. And and, and get this, I was fucking sick. Oh, really, Grandad? Yeah, you're such a rebel. I know. Nah, the truth is, kids... (laughs) The truth is, kids, back then it wasn't even considered a crime. Oh my god, how how did you heathens live back then? When it wasn't even a crime to be outside being sick? How were they not just bodies piling up in the streets, grandad? I'm so I'm so embarrassed about my grandad. He's so old fashioned. Can you believe he went he went to a thing once and he wasn't even wearing a mask? Can you believe it? Yeah, so I went to this Seinfeld gig. It was the funniest fucking show I've ever been to in my life. For an hour and a half, the guy just murdered, killed. Everybody was on the floor. 10,000 people on the fucking floor. You had to be there to see it. You had to be there to believe it. I'm not lying. Hand on heart. But the guy who opened for him was this comedian that I've seen before on those old Just for Laughs comedy specials that you used to get on comedy channel on on cable. I don't know if you saw him. Like, Just for Laughs is a comedy festival. I think it's in French Canada. Is it the Montreal Comedy fest? I don't know. It's in Canada. It's definitely in Canada. So I, I remember seeing this guy. He's a black dude. And he told this joke about mutes. He had a whole bit about mutes. Maybe if you're a stand-up fan in the chat, you probably remember. You know, not wanting to be offensive to the other mutes and shit. Like, the joke's like this. You know, how does a mute call... Um, you know, nine one one. Do you know that guy? And so I'm sitting. I'm sitting. You know, in the crowd for this Seinfeld gig, which was like three, four years ago or something like that. And he comes out, and I'm like, Oh yes, I know this guy. I remember seeing him on one of those old Just for Laughs videos. And I swear to God, he comes out and he starts doing the same mute bit <laughs> that he did on the Just for Laughs. You know, that's that's like the ultimate recycling that was like 20 years ago he was doing that bit and he's pulling it out now and most of the people laughed hysterically and I just sat there in a stewing mode kind of thinking you lazy fucker yeah don't worry I'm heading to the backwaters out there in Australia. They haven't even had television for the last fucking 10 years. They won't know. They won't know that. They won't know that that mute bit was killing in Montreal 25 years ago. They're stupid. They're stupid people and they don't have a goddamn clue. Fuck them. Oh, I can't remember his name. Can't remember his name. But I'll re- I remember the face. <laughs> Never forget a face. And so everyone was laughing around me and I was just sitting there thinking, I was stewing, you fucking lazy cunt. (laughs) Anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, January 6th committee asks 35 major communication companies to preserve metadata of potentially involved individuals. While all this is going on. While Afghanistan's going on, hurricanes are going on, COVID is going on, they keep trying to pump life into climate change news every couple of weeks or so. You get another glut of climate change stories just kind of you know, surging through this little hole. Um, but bubbling along in the background, we have this committee, the House Select Committee now, subpo- now Now, ordering private company bro. Now ordering the private company bro to just start handing over phone records, uh, metadata records. Right? Listen to this. Nearly eight months after the Capitol insurrection. I mean, it's almost like... It's almost like... There's a need to create a perpetual outrage story. Now, because now I... <laughs> We get the government we deserve, right? You get the government you deserve. I get the government I deserve. We all get the government we deserve. But the way the news works now and how fast it is, how how fast the turnaround is, it's not even a 24-hour news cycle. It's a minute's news cycle now. All the reporters now just follow Twitter. Where they get their news from and then they write an article about it make sure you're the first one out got to be 10 minutes in 10 minutes out right so now you can have you can have these situations where uh, you know this this committee now like put yourself two years ago this committee now is just openly telling you no 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 we'll decide you know However we want to apply this apparatus of the law and this, you know, institution, we're just going to start hammering whoever we want. Social media companies, telecommunications companies. We want to know everything. See, this is the great sick irony of it all, right? For the last four years, you would have gone in front of some select committee and begged them, begged them to, can you please, please, pretty please uh, get me my Twitter account back Because I've been banned and I didn't even do anything wrong and I've lost money and it's not fair, yada, yada, yada. And you get told, private company, bro, can't do anything about that. I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. No, stop being a conspiracy theorist. It's a private company. They can make their own rules. And you're like, oh, okay, fine, whatever. And now the the same institute, the same people saying, private company, bro, are now in Congress, in these committee hearings, demanding that the private companies start just handing over all of their property and intellectual property and all of the information that they can find on whoever they want. (laughs) Gee, that sounds like a violation of the terms of service. No, no, interestingly, it's not. You see, here at the government, we can pretty much do whatever we want. So go shit in your hat. The select committee... Today sent letters to 35 private sector entities, including telecommunications, email and social media companies, instructing them to preserve records which may be relevant. Maybe. Don't even have to be. <laughs> Ducks Regionist with the diamond. Thank you for the diamond, sir. Diamond love for fave Aussie Freak Boy. Freak Boy? Freak Boy. Because tonight, baby... I want to get freaky with you. this. Google, Facebook, Google, Apple, Microsoft, Twitter, AT&T, T-Mobile, and Verizon Wireless are among the list of companies that received the request. Quote, pro-Trump platforms such as Gab, 4chan, 8kun, Parler, Discord, and the Donald.win also received the, the request according to a press release, ladies and gentlemen. So let's have a quick look here. Because I'm sure there's no problem with this whatsoever, right? I mean, we're now just... Remember, this. the, the key point here is private company, bro, okay? No, no, no. You, you, you're allowed to be, like, summarily dismissed from any platform because private company, bro. Uh, KB with the diamond thank you for the diamond KB thank you very much you're allowed to be just kind of cut off from any platform because private company bro and you know these fuckers haven't even been in power for a year they haven't even been there for the, the, they haven't even moved their, their fucking personal effects into their office yet there's still boxes in the corner and already they're like okay private company bro no forget all that Uh, What we want to do now is gut you. We want to gut your intellectual property and we want you to spill all of the details about private citizens at our request whenever we want. (laughs) Hang on a minute. Uh, Listen, I'm a Democrat and I'm all for equality and racial diversity, but I've got to say this doesn't sound very democratic to me. Shut up, bigot. Shut up, Nazi bitch! Um, but I'm an old hippie, I have acid flashbacks, um, I've never waxed my vagina in my entire life, and I have 45 cats at home. And I just think, don't you, don't you think it's a little dangerous to be doing this kind of thing? I thought, what happened to private company, bro? Sh- someone please kick that right-wing extremist off the internet immediately. It's a private company. We can do what we want. <laughs> right? I mean, this is going to work out great. So, like I said, hey, okay, we've got COVID, we've got Afghanistan, we've got hurricanes, we've got all sorts of news to do whatever it takes to just kind of squash this one into the background. But don't be mistaken, um, this this if this kind of thing is allowed to continue if this path is allowed to be pursued and don't worry like i'm in the same boat here australia australia recently has passed some like horrific attacks on privacy and uh, you know internet privacy and stuff uh, again conservative government in power at this point it doesn't if you're still doing the left right thing at this point there's there's man i, I don't even know how to start with, <laughs> i don't even know how to begin you you are out of your element. Conservative government, Boris Johnson, he gave everybody a Freedom Day. Oh, thank you for giving us our freedom back. Wow. I mean, sure, you weren't protecting it, but you did give it back, kind of. I mean, there's a whole there's a whole list of regulations and you know requirements we have to meet in order to be free now, which is nice. Obviously, we're protecting freedom here. Conservative government. Australia, conservative government. It doesn't matter. And if you're still doing, if you're still doing, man, the government fucks us, but, you know, those other guys, it's all their fault. I mean, I'm sorry. You're 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 10 years behind the rest of us. And that's what I mean when I, I say, you know, there's more and more people now who you wouldn't expect Who would generally fall on the other side of political issues who will now kind of secretly to themselves might utter something like you know oh i don't think that's a very good idea i don't think we should be doing that that doesn't sound like very democratic there's a lot of that going on savor it oh and you know to bring to bring us back to the point that i waffled from 15 minutes ago when you see the republican politicians out there now doing these grandiose speeches about freedom and uh you know freedom and the troops and stuff just shut up just shut up you don't have to do the predictable thing all the time just leave joe biden to be the news here you have joe biden who is just clumsily staggering you know drunkenly into one fucking ming vase after another in an antique store smash bang crash and you keep trying to jump in front of him and the vase and say excuse me i would like to make a point about the troops don't don't stop just let him become the whole news cycle because all of these Republican politicians now are thinking, they're thinking, I'm going to score points off the back of Biden's incompetence. I'm going to stand in front of a flag and make a speech about the troops and everyone's going to love me and vote for me. No. You're just taking attention away from him. <laughs> all the atten- Everybody's attention should be focused on Joe Biden constantly. One, I want 100% constant coverage of Joe Biden. They should be watching him when he goes to stand on his balcony, you know, to just breathe in the evening air. Extreme pressure. And that's the only only way you can achieve that is if you get out of the way. (laughs) Because all you have to do is march him out on a stage and he'll give you a moment. He'll give you something. The media is now set up around this not even 24-hour news cycle. They need to feed constantly. They're like super vampires. They're not just vampires. They're the vampires who kill other vampires. Right? They need to suck blood, you know, once an hour, not once a month. So they will feed on Biden. They will feed on the Democrats, but only if you deny them their regular food source, okay? How do you deny them their regular food source? You don't make bumbling speeches about my troops and patriotism in the middle of a Joe Biden fucking meltdown. You don't do it. Never interrupt your enemy when they're making mistakes. Never ever. All right, let's go. Safe freedom world, safety. Woo. I seen an exclusive this morning. The January 6th Select Committee is attempting to preserve phone records of several Republican lawmakers who played a role in the Stop the Steal rally. The committee is also seeking the records of several Trump family members. CNN congressional correspondent Ryan Nobles is on Capitol Hill this morning. It's all just so vanilla to them, isn't it? You know, a more honest way to report this would be You know, hi, welcome to the 6 o'clock news. I'm Boogie Bumper. The Democrats are now trying to overturn established law by demanding private records from private companies, bro. (laughs) No, 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 no. No, no, no. Hey, you know, the Democrats, they're trying to fortify democracy. They're trying to... Hey, this is all about January 6th. Why is the January 6th committee now upending telecommunications law? That doesn't seem like it's on point. That doesn't seem very democratic. Uh, yeah, why are they um asking for their phone records? <laughs> Shut up, you Nazi. Morning. Ryan, tell us exactly Please. to our knowledge yeah, who is exactly. on this list. Exactly. Yeah, that's right, Jim. It's important. To... What, what is this tracking IDA figure here in the corner? Oh, is that IDA, tracking IDA. Look, what what is the point of this? Look at this. This is very strange. At least I think so. So if you're listening to the podcast, what we have here is uh, CNN has put, it's like a little tachometer from your car, right? Um, but it says tracking Ida, you know, referencing Hurricane Ida. And it's got a little miles per hour being being shown on the tracking thing. But the, So at the moment, at the time of this broadcast, Hurricane Ida is running at, get this, a cool 15 miles an hour. I mean, what are we doing here? (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. It's 35. She's at 35 miles an hour. Slower, Slower than most people drive. Just seems like an odd thing to have on the screen there when there's not much going on. I mean, I guess maybe everyone was kind of getting sick of the COVID tracker, so we thought we'd throw up. Now we've got an Ida tracker. They they just have to have something, don't they? Something to keep your attention. Just when you start to get a little bored, you'll look at the tracking Ida. You know, you'll look, you'll look at the little tachometer there and go, oh, honey, I think it just bumped up to 40 miles an hour. Did you see that? No, I missed it. No. Got to keep your eye out. Anderson's coming on next. Ah, oh, good. I think he has the coronavirus tracker, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah, that's good. want to know how many more Trump voters are dead. <laughs> <laughs> Honey. <laughs> Honey, come in. Look. Hurricane Ida is up to 100 miles an hour. Good. Hopefully, a few more Republicans will die. That sounds good, (laughs) Gabby. You know, Anderson Cooper's coming up. Is he really? That's great. I love Anderson. Me too
1: also point out that the committee had initially decided not to release the names yeah. of these members of congress that they uh have decided to ask telecom companies to preserve really? the records of but cnn was able to obtain
0: so we've we've asked we've asked the telecommunic uh, the telecommunications companies give us all you've got on this guy give us all you've got on joe blogs we need to know he's ins he's outs he's comings he's goings who's he talking to how often is he talking to them under the authority of politics. I demand this. I don't think that's constitutional, so fuck the Constitution. People voted for us to get results. Not not be hamstrung by these ancient documents. I mean we're progressives, not conservatives. Fuck the Constitution.
1: This information and it really uh, reads as a who's who of the most die-hard supporters of the former president Donald Trump in the United States Congress. Uh, this list, uh, we're t- oh, how do
0: you like that? Before you've even heard the list, right? Before he's even told you who's on this fucking list, he's already told you. Don't worry, you don't have to feel any sympathy for them. They're Trump supporters. <laughs> They don't hide it, do they, at all? Have a listen again. Fuck, that was good. They're just so obvious.
1: I've decided to ask telecom companies to preserve the records of, but CNN was able to obtain this information, and it really uh, reads as a who's who of the most die-hard supporters of the former President Donald Trump.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So fuck them. Fuck 'em in their stupid Trump supporting asses. Hey, hey, hey. It's all it's okay to shred telecommunications law, privacy laws, uh, you know, morality. It's okay to shred all that stuff. Fuck it. You know why? Because we've got ourselves a Trump supporter on the hook. So you just know he's guilty. This is so much more convenient than tying up the corpse. The courts with you know costly cases about violation of civil liberties and whatnot i mean it's so much better because if we do it this way we just accuse them first and then find evidence later i mean it's perfect it's perfect i mean we can do ourselves a good old-fashioned witch hunt perpetually into foreverland once we set this precedent And they're already already going after, like, you know, the supposedly other members of the protected class. This is a suicide mission, ladies and gentlemen. In no other timeline, which timeline are we in? In no other timeline would a politician, a political party, urge this kind of action against their opponents. Why? Because the next time they lose, it will happen to them. This is a suicide mission. So whatever whatever they're trying to push through in the next two or three years or eight years or whatever they've got planned, it's coming hard and fast. Because maybe they don't expect to win another election. Maybe they don't. Who knows? Because right now, Right now, they're just lighting the place on fire. Yeah, no, no, no. no. We'll approach all of these companies. Do you want to hear that list again? Here's, Where's that list? Where's that little list I had? Some of these companies here. Facebook, Google, Apple, Microsoft, Twitter, AT&T, T-Mobile, and Verizon Wireless are among the list of companies. I mean, do you remember the story a few months ago where... Uh, it, Carlson, Tucker Carlson covered it. Right Where the bank was like, oh yeah, here's all the banking records of all of the people who were in D.C. on that day. You, you might have just been passing through buying a fucking sandwich or something. Ah, next thing you know. so Hello there, citizen. we are got to ask you a few questions. Right. Now you have the government ordering private company, bro, to hand over whatever you've got. I want this guy, this guy, this guy. Remember, the parameters of this were suspected as, like, may have some connection to January 6th. That means in Washington, ladies and gentlemen, to them, if they've got one or two politicians on that list, which they say they have, then that means everyone they talk to. Because that's how they think. They'll say, no, no, no. Whoever's connected to this politician is also connected. Next thing you know, they're just... They're just pouring over the phone records of their opponents. Having a fucking, having a Christmas party. They will be drinking champagne at 10.30am and Nancy Pelosi will say, What fucking took you so long, pussy? I've been drinking since six yesterday. Get on my level
1: in the United States Congress. Uh, this list, uh, we're told, could evolve over time, but it includes names like Representative Lauren Boebert of Colorado, hey. uh, Marjorie Taylor
0: Greene of Look Florida. Look at this. Look at this. Got them all lined up, hey? All of your favorite little fucking... Look at them Look, it just so happens that the Republicans, we want to force these private company bros to hand over all of their metadata, anything they've done online, their phone records. The only reason we want them from these particular ones is they are problematic when it comes to January 6th. We suspect they may have had some involvement in January 6th. Oh, okay. And look at this. It's a who's who of the people that get up their assholes. (laughs) I mean, what are the odds? What a fucking coincidence. Yes, how very convenient, says Kitty Lovering. I see you have everything racked up in a neat little package. Mm. I mean, like I said, they've been in power for a month. A month. They've been in power for less than a year. The last four years, you would get in front of a congressional hearing and beg for your Twitter account back now they've been in less than a year and it's like oh no forget about giving them their twitter accounts back how about you give us everything you've got on whoever we say all of these politicians that we're against give us everything you have on them now we're ordering you (laughs) but i thought it was a private company bro no no we meant that we weren't kidding guess what The good news is it doesn't stop with the current politicians.
2: But on top of that, um, we've also tonight got eyes on a Washington story, a Washington story that is historic in its own right. According to new
0: reports. Historic. okay, Uh, historic.
2: Reporting from CNN, the phone records of former President Donald Trump (laughs) are being requested from telecom companies (laughs) by the committee that's investigating the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. (laughs)
0: Well, you got Microsoft, you got Apple, you got Google, and you got Amazon. That looks like MAGA to me. That spells MAGA. Coming up after the break here on MSNBC, how Microsoft, Apple, Google, and Amazon have handed over all of the information they have on anything associated with Donald Trump, his company, or his children. <laughs> You know, I couldn't believe it, Bob. I mean, we were standing there in the Oval Office and he called us MAGA. Can you believe this guy? Anyway, I've been saving up everything I got on him on the internet for the last 10 fucking years. You won't believe it. <laughs> As they march him in, in the orange jumpsuit. Oh, no. Well, that doesn't sound very democratic to me. Shut up, bigot the attack by Trump supporters as they
2: tried to stop the certification of the election in Uh, which Mr. Trump lost to Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. Last week, as we reported here on the show, the committee investigating the January 6th attack, Mm -hmm. they contacted eight different federal agencies, including the National Archive and Records Administration, which is the custodian for Trump White House records. (laughs)
0: Just eight? (laughs) Just eight agencies? The National Archives and Records Administration, Department of Defense, Department of Homeland Security, Department of the Interior, Department of Justice, Federal Bureau of Investigation, National Counterterrorism Center, Office of the Director of National Intelligence. Wow. Wow, you, you really got all of them. All of them in. I'm glad, I'm glad people are taking this so seriously.
2: The National Archives, along with the Department of Justice, the Department of Defence, a whole bunch of other agencies, they were all told that they had a two-week deadline to hand over a lot of records and communications related to the attack on the Capitol and related to the broader effort by former President Trump to try to seize power, to try to stay in power, (laughs) even after he lost (laughs) re-election.
0: See, this is important. All of this little phrasing is important. All of these little setups are important because Rachel is conditioning you whether consciously or subconsciously she's conditioning you the audience to accept what's coming and and think that it's okay and think that it's normal you know the new lines the new lines that are being drawn the kind of pissing on any kind of you know an- now antiquated association to things like privacy and whatnot right it's it's getting ripped up in our faces And what are we talking about? COVID, lockdown. If you're in Sydney, you're talking about nothing but COVID. You know, If you're in Alabama, you're probably talking about nothing except Afghanistan. And if you're in Louisiana, you're probably talking about nothing except the hurricane. If you're in Washington DC, you're talking about nothing except how awful the Republicans are. If you're in New York, you're talking about Cuomo. If you're in California, you're talking about Newsom. And all the while, Congress is, you know, starting to draw up letters demanding that private company bro hand over everything they've got on people just because they say so. No warrant, no excuse, no shame. Just hand it over. people think they're fighting for their freedoms. They're already gone. Look look how far they'll go. Imagine imagine what the government machine will do to you. It will pick you up, chew you up, and shit you out through an anus made of, you know, circular sores. All fighting in a tessellated pattern. You'll come out like shitty mincemeat. Won't that be something?
2: Those eight federal agencies were sent those demands last week. Then, after that, social media companies were sent a records demand as well, asking them to preserve records related. I
0: I do like the optimism of asking Four Chan to help. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I I somehow think that Four uh, Chan is not going to you know just hand start handing stuff. I, I don't think that's going to be. There might be a bit of shitposting happening, but. Who's to know? Who's to say maybe they will, I don't know.
2: Not just to the capital attack directly, but also to efforts to sabotage or overturn the election. Well, now, in addition to the federal agencies, in addition to the social media companies, yes. now it is telecom yes. companies, cell phone yes. providers who are being
0: social media companies, banking companies, they're free they're freezing you out. They're freezing you out of everything, of every level of every possible outlet that you could possibly have in the new digital world of tomorrow. You are being frozen out before it even starts. And this is how they do it. This is their this is their cloaking device. This is how they allow the future of the internet to become, you know, a, a shadow of its former glory.
2: Well, now, in addition to the federal agencies, in addition to the social media companies, now it is telecom companies, cell phone providers who are being told to preserve communications related to a whole bunch of people, including certain Republican members of Congress who attended or promoted the <laughs> Stop the Steal events in Washington.
0: See, the, th- the funny thing about this is look, I've said hand on heart, I've said on this show, if you're a long time listener to this show, you'll know, I've said many times, I don't even mind Rachel Maddow. I'm not annoyed. I actually find I find her quite charming. I like Rachel Maddow. Cuz you know, she just because she believes the wrong things doesn't mean that she's not pleasant, right? So I find her to be pleasant. She's, you know, she's bullish about her own political views, but so is everybody else. So, you know, she's I think she's generally nice, you know she's not she doesn't annoy she she doesn't gnaw at me she doesn't like drill into my brain like say a brian stelter would when brian's because brian's a a whole nother level of snarky and stuff i think rachel's more of a like well i go i don't know what we're doing here this is kind of crazy whatever you know she's more like yeah more more fun (laughs) if that makes sense so the the shocking thing the sad part for me is here like Rachel thinks that this is a historical moment, right, where Congress is now asking to pour over the private data of other politicians, like, openly doing what people would... Openly doing what people would accuse agencies like the NSA or the CIA of doing 10 years ago. They now just want to, like, openly do it in front of everybody. Okay, okay. the, the Matt Gates DMs have dropped. Let's all pour through it and see what we can come up with. It's just wild it's bizarre but the reason that Rachel the lovely Rachel thinks that this is just all okay is because she, oh no sorry she doesn't think it, she doesn't think it's extraordinary because it's such a reframing of privacy as we know it she thinks it's extraordinary because finally somebody is going after the insurrectionists that's what's tragic about this kitty love with the diamond thank you for the diamond kitty lover she thinks that this is a great thing because finally we're going to get to the bottom of it. We're going to get to the scoop. It's like, no, Rachel, honey, no, no, this is a bad thing. Why is it a bad thing? Because we don't want Congress just like openly fucking strong-arming. To, what happened to private company, bro? What happened to private company, bro? So now Congress is just going to reach into private company, bro, and drag out whatever info they can find on their their, their political opponents. That's We're talking fascism now. Not literally, Hitler, not literally Hitler, literally fascism, bro. You know, government and private corporations hand in hand suppressing things. That's fascism. That's, li- that's the literal definition. No, no, we've got to get to the bottom of these people who want to steal our democracy away. Oh, that's a fucking hot take. Thank you, Rachel. I mean, if you weren't so charming, I'd get angry at you. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think you're adorable. Earth communications related to a whole bunch of people,
2: including several Republican of members of Congress <laughs> who I mean? attended or promoted the Stop the Steal events in Washington on January 6th, the events uh-huh. that led to the Capitol attack. Yep. Uh, telecom companies are also being told <laughs> to preserve records from adult <laughs> members of President Trump's family members of his family who adult were also members. involved to be in those same that. events on January 6th, including uh-huh. the former president's adult ch- children, yep. Ivanka, Don Jr. and Eric.
0: See, at this point, I'm thinking there's, a, there's still a small chance that Rachel might be taken aback by this story, not because of who they're targeting, but because of what the Democrat Cong- you know, Congress-led committee wants to do. Maybe she's taken aback by Maybe she's thinking to herself, wow, this is really a massive abuse of power. (laughs) Maybe she's thinking that. But then again, maybe she isn't.
2: They're also being told to preserve the phone records of former President Trump himself. Okay. Which is a pretty remarkable thing. Why? Right? To have Why? a congressional investigation trying to obtain the details. Why is it remarkable, Rachel? Personal phone records of the former president and his kids and serving members of Congress uh-huh. who may or may not have abetted his efforts uh. to try to seize power and stay in office after losing the election.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. She disappointed me. Here I thought that she was going to be upset about about this massive abuse of power. No, 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 no. (laughs) And isn't that if looks could kill. Wow. Isn't that one? (laughs) Here I was thinking that she was going to be upset with this massive abuse of power. This horrifying this horrifying flex by the most powerful government on planet earth to just go no we're just going to overturn everything you believe about privacy and stuff. So we're just going to rip it apart right in front of you and piss on it <laughs> here i was thinking as a journalist i mean she's a fucking journalist free press anybody guess what once the once we start down this path do you think you're going to end up like that that Taliban reporter with the guys standing behind him with fucking AK 47s. Actually, they don't have AK 47s anymore. They have the latest and greatest in fucking handheld military arsenal available okay, to them. So they're probably standing behind them with a state of the art fucking Armalite rifle. <laughs> with a beautiful zoom scope and fucking infrared vision shit. Because, <laughs> you know, if you don't get with the program, that's where it's going to end up. That's where it all ended up. Uh, i tell you what. I'm not going to have enough time to get to a bunch of stuff that I wanted to get to tonight. So I'm afraid I'm probably going to have to do... What should we do? I don't want to do that one because that would be too good. I'll tell you what. Very quickly before we go, and then I'm getting out of here, you can follow uh, Phil D'Angelo, ladies and gentlemen. Phil, t- uh, Phil TV, I nearly called him. Winning TV, dlife.tv slash winning TV. This was very good, whoever put this together. Somebody put together, as you know, we've been saying on this show for a long time, we're just copying everything that China has already done, right? Uh, so this was fantastic that somebody did this. Remember our COVID fugitive last week? Yeah, Kitty, I, w- I, w- I will do the carton arcs, but it would take longer than... F- five minutes, you know, so I want to have a good chunk of time. So I'll probably do that tomorrow. I don't want to, I don't want to waste it on five minutes, you know? So this guy who, um, all right, he got this COVID fugitive. Remember we saw him going in the lift and stuff. They ended, they ended up tracking him down. Somebody did this video of a side-by-side China in 2020 and Australia in 2021. Have a look at this. This is great. Floor. The building here is actually diagonally opposite to where he lives. So the suggestion there is that he was perhaps hiding out with a friend, always suggesting he was isolating. Having said that, police under what's known as, as a Section 62 from the, uh, the Health Act wanted him to isolate in a... a... Section 62 of the Health Act. <laughs> it just, it's already... It's already a bureaucratic dystopia. Because you're getting a knock on a door saying I hereby order you via, by the power invested in me by section 62 of the Health Act (laughs) (laughs) So many laws, it's impossible not to break one I'm sorry, you've violated section 62 of the Health Act I didn't even know there was a Health Act What? What the fuck are you talking about? Section 62, how many sections are there? Uh oh, we're still writing it, sir. The science changes every day. I'm afraid we are got to trust the science on this one. Every single day we get new information. Look, we're doing this to keep you safe, okay? Hotel. Uh, that digger was taken off the table when he refused. Now the allegation is that he has been seen out and about in the suburbs, and he's when the Karam was finally <laughs> brought down here, he's brought, down. brought down. Look at the <laughs> he's been seen out and about. We've seen him walking around. Okay, he's dang- very dangerous.
2: The man dubbed Sydney's public health enemy number one is appearing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just like earlier in the show, just like earlier in the show. See how we come full circle here.
2: Bring in court today, following his arrest late yesterday. Anthony Karam became a COVID fugitive when he allegedly COVID fugitive. Unit, Hang on a minute. He knew he was COVID positive. <laughs> Sydney's public health enemy number one is appearing in court today following his arrest late yesterday. Anthony Karam became a COVID fugitive when he allegedly left his unit even though he knew he was COVID positive. Andrew Denny reports.
3: Well, it's now been a week since New South Wales police put the word out that Anthony Karam was a wanted man for multiple alleged breaches of the public health orders. And late yesterday, he was... Multiple alleged breaches
0: of the public health orders. Anthony Karam thought he could get away, but he should know that crime doesn't pay. Anthony Karam was spotted at some point walking across the street with a can of Pepsi. He is said to be COVID and extremely dangerous. He's said to be armed with COVID germs and extremely dangerous tracked down to a unit in Wentworth Point.
3: Our cameras were there as the COVID positive 27-year-old was taken our into custody. Him Been isolating this whole time, mate. The chief health officer took the extraordinary step of releasing Karam's name, photos, and details after he allegedly refused to isolate while knowingly infected with COVID-19. <laughs>
0: yes. Yes, you heard that correctly. That one deserves a replay. That deserves a replay. Listen again. Health officer took the extraordinary step of releasing Karam. So the chief health officer now made the call. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't it kind of a violation of... Look, I'm not a doctor here. I'm afraid we've got to trust the experts on this one, trust the science, all of that stuff, all that shit. So I'm I'm not a scientist, I'm not a doctor, I'm not an expert, but... Hasn't it always been part of the whole, you know, doctor ethos to not, you know, reveal somebody's personal uh, medical status publicly? Hasn't that always been. Haven't we always said, you know, I can't, we can't talk about, you know, what he might have or what he might not have. It's kind of, it's a big no no in the doctor game. No no. If you thought that was a no no, then bad news, no no to you. Because the real no-no is not alerting the public that there is a dangerous, uh, infected person on loose. That's what we need to tell people.
3: ...there as the COVID-positive 27-year-old was taken into custody. Been isolating this whole time, mate. The chief health officer took the extraordinary step of releasing Karam's name, photos and details after he allegedly refused to isolate while knowingly infected with COVID-19. He allegedly refused to isolate. CCTV showed him appearing sick and yes. sneezing in the elevator. He's
0: he we we have footage of him being sick.
3: 2021. His apartment block, his behaviour declared a risk to public
0: health. <laughs> his be- his behaviour declared a risk to public health. There you have it. Well, I feel safer. How about you? That's it. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. Thank you to everyone who contributed tonight. Thank you for sharing the show out. If you did, if you didn't, well, okay, no problem. Next time, maybe. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow night with another episode of The Daily Boogie. Till then, stay calm, stay rational, God bless, see you soon. Don't forget Winning TV, uh, Irrational Times, everybody's favourite lover of French women. Follow all the boys, you know them, you know them, You know who they are. They know who they are and you know who they are, so just do it already. All right, till tomorrow, guys. See you next time. Bye-bye.